tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old U.S. of A. I tell you what, I'm a little tired this morning. Got a brand new puppy. His name is Raven. For all everybody that I, I, I've been wearing everybody out on Facebook. I, I, I admit it. I, I don't have a problem owning it. I've got like, I don't know how many million posts on there. Isn't he cute? Oh, look at that. He raised his paw. His ears are not even. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't help it, man. It's been 13 years since I had a puppy. He's And he's so cute. And he's just the smartest little puppy in the world. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at the driveway company. You know, if you need a, you need a new driveway to help uh, your doggy get potty trained, it makes a big difference. If they're not rocking around boulders and busted up concrete and dropping down into mud holes where the concrete separated. You know, you're sitting there going, come on, boy, come on, boy. You turn around and he's gone. He's He dropped down into like a four-foot hole. Is that your driveway? Doesn't have to be. All you got to do is just call the fine folks at the driveway company over there in Grimes at 515-850-1072, and they will come out. Nick and the game will come out and give you an estimate. They'll make sure everything uh, is uh, up to where it needs to be, and they can lift it, they can repair it, they can tear it out and pour a brand new driveway like they did at my place. And I'm telling you, snow plowing this year has been a lot more easy to do with uh, having a brand new uh, driveway to do it with. And Raven, every time he goes out to go potty, he thanks me. Thank you, Dad. He recommends the driveway company, too. There you go. There's Raven. All right, give him a holler, 515-850-1072. Tell him Outdoors Dan sent you. All right, we got a fun show. We're going to talk with uh, Dave over at uh, Game High Clothing. He is at Pheasant Fest, so we'll see what he is up to, and then we're going to talk a Limitic, and uh, we'll uh, get into some other stuff uh, in the show. Uh, we're going to talk with uh, Dave over at our D- Mr. Don Big Red at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse and a Smoke and Joe Smelter Report, and, of course, we'll wrap everything up with the Outdoors Dan Trivia Channel. Let's head over to the phones. And see what old Davey Larson's doing. Uh, you know, he finally I got him to call me back after like six months. Right, Dave? You got it, Dan. Yeah. How yeah. are you this morning? Well, you know, I'm good, you know. Yeah, I it's it just you know, I thought you and I used to be tight. You know, we've been working together for what, fifteen years and stuff. And you know, I've been trying to be nice to you. It's just like having a new little newborn at home. You got that little puppy there keeping you up all night. So Yeah, you know what I told you, you needed your beauty sleep. Oh, I'm telling you, man. I told uh I told McCoy I named him Larry McCoy and Larry started laughing, he goes, Why? Because you can kick him and call him Larry. I said, Yeah, how'd you know? How'd you know? Not folks, I would never kick my dog. Uh, yeah, a, little Larry. Good. Come on, Larry Mac. Come on, come on, come on, boy. I did not know Larry's uh, dad was so into the uh, into the uh, the hound side of things. You know, beagle, beagles and the um, I, I can't remember which if it was blue ticks or whatever kind of coon hounds he grew up with. But 
Um, his dad is very much a hounds, a hound guy, a houndsman, a houndsman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's big down in Missouri. Oh, it's, it's, you can't believe Dan, we have a, you know, just doing what I do. And, and, uh, you know, we, we've got a pretty extensive collection of upland hunting products, but the rabbit side of that is, is really good business. There's a lot of folks out there that, you know, love to chase rabbits and, it's prime time even right now. Oh, rabbit season you know, is huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's cold and they're yeah. all... I tell you, when I was a kid, uh, I had a beagle named Duke. And uh, Dookie, I called him Dookie. And uh, that was one of my favorite pups I've ever had in my life. And that dog ran rabbits, man. You can hear him singing. And that there's something special. You know, you, you get the camaraderie when you're out there upland hunting and you get to see the dogs work. And I, I've to me, I've always said... That's the best part of uh, pheasant hunting or quail hunting is watching the dogs and then get up pointing. And it's the relationship between you and the dog and the game. But uh, when you're when them dogs are running rabbits and then they run them rabbits right back to you, it's pretty cool. It is, yeah. and what a great activity! Like you said, you can with buddies, friends, the kids get them involved in it. Oh, Just it's a, a great, great time of year to do that. A great activity for kids. It's very inexpensive to do rabbit hunts. Yeah. yeah, and it's, you know you're going through some. Have you, have you done it? You've, you're going through some pretty nasty cover doing that stuff too. So yeah. Um, right. and, but the nice part about that is you can have you know if you got a youngster with you or an old timer um, with you, you can put them out on the edge where they don't have to bust through that stuff, and they can get some some great shooting too. Yeah. Well, they'll run them back to you. I mean, them rabbits are running, man. I'm telling you. So are you at, are you uh, at Pheasant Fest or are you on the way? I'm going to be heading there shortly. Yeah. Um, I was there all day yesterday, and uh, you know, as always, it's if you're a dog person, it is a great uh, a great show to come come explore because there are boy, I can't remember how many different uh, they had 130 some dogs, I think, marching in their opening parade, mm-hmm. and they try not to have more than you know two of any species, I believe, or any breed. Yeah, they uh, they they always do a good job with that. I want to let me say hi real quick. I've got Jose and Tony and Daryl, Mark Steele, Danny Myers, Stevie B, Kay, Kenny Key, uh, Cole, Doug, Mark Moen, uh, Jake, uh, Ed, Brandon, Wade McKinney, Paula, Ed, Kathleen Cooper, Daryl, and Ange Garen. Good morning, guys. Roger, Aaron, and Doug, and Mark Moen. Good morning. And Gary, oh, Gary Tal, Darren, can't keep up. Kathleen, Tony, and Tim, everybody watching us on Facebook Live. Thanks so much. Michael Wiggle. Thank you, Michael. So, uh, yeah, hey, listen, you know. Dan, you got, you got a big family. You know, <laughs> be quiet, man. You know, I, I tell you what. I, you know, these people have been putting up with me for 24 years on the radio. You just be nice to them. No, that's great. Great to have them. Great, great to have them along. And uh, don't insult them and say I'm their family, man. That's, just, uh, that's a good. You know, this time of year is a good. You know, my my pooch just came to visit me. Oh, did he? Yeah, I got a a four year old yellow lab that's dying to get out there and chase something this time of year. You know. Yeah, you know, I I Muzzy's a yellow lab. I've had Muzzy for 13 years. He's really starting to slow down. Uh, he's he's getting old, and boy, I tell you what, them yellow labs are just so sweet. Um, and I, you know, all dogs are sweet pretty much. They really are. If, I mean, if you're good to them and you, you take care of them, it's, 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 it's unconditional love that you'll never get from anything else. I'll tell you. Yep. And like you said, the bond you make with them when you're out in the field is just, uh, it's even stronger yet, you know, and I really, and I think personally, I think you should have done this new little pup a couple of years back. 
Well, because you could obviously Muzzy still can take him out. You know, you can go on short hunts with him and that sort of thing. But gosh, those, those <laughs> young dogs really learn from you know tagging along with an old dog. You know, I didn't get to hunt Muzzy that much. He he did the TV show I think twice uh, on on pheasant hunts, and then I you know Dave with me bow hunting everything. I didn't. I haven't got to upland hunt a lot a lot over the years. I've been stuck in a sure. tree. You know, you know how that is. You bow hunt. Oh yeah. And, you yep. know, you've been a sponsor and a partner of mine forever. And uh, when you're doing 26 hunts a year and they're all bow hunts, it takes up a lot of time. It, and that that's, sure that's one of my regrets. I didn't get a chance to get out there. But he was, you know, he's loved. I mean, the kids and and his mom, uh, they love on him all the time. And, you know, he they, he's okay. But uh, uh, I'm going to actually train Raven to uh, be a shed dog. I was talking to some guys that uh, they have these this antler company. It's called... Uh, antler ant, soft antler or antler um gosh can't remember the name of it now boy and i can't either dan and i have one yeah you know i have one of their better shed antlers it, for training and yeah it's, it, it, it's pretty fun yeah and actually the one guy's here from in des moines and uh, i had a really good conversation with him and we're going to have the other guy he's the trainer part of it uh we're going to have him on uh, I think, is it soft antler um it's something like that folks but we're going to have them on in a couple of weeks, and uh, he's going to talk a little bit about. But I, I've been wanting to do that to, to take him out and uh, just uh, walk and find antler sheds and stuff. It's a great activity to go and do, and uh, you know, and his his dad's a pointer, Dave uh, Raven's dad is. So I'm going to go this weekend and get some pheasant wings at Sportsman's, and I'm going to go out in the backyard and and uh, see if I can get him teach him to point with those pheasant feathers. Yeah, what a great idea. That's that's pretty cool. So you got a, a pointy lab on there. You get you're kind of the best of both worlds, you know. Yeah, I figure if I get him, you know, where I can get him to point it. And then John's uncle is a trainer uh, here in the, uh, the Central Iowa area. John actually trained Muzzy, and uh, I called John when I bought Raven, and I said, "Hey, uh, can you help me this summer?" Um, and he goes, "Yeah, we'll we'll start training them here in a, in in several weeks." And I'm not going to be able to leave him because Jenny's not going to let me take him up there and leave him through three months. Uh, she's just not going to, that's her dog. <laughs> that's not happening. No, that's not happening. But you know, John's going to, uh, J- John's going to work with me a little bit. And you know, if I can get him, if I can get him, um, you know, pointing and, and, uh, you know, in, uh, pointing and then l- learning the shed antlers, you know, that gives me two activities to go out and do some, have some fun in the field with him, you know? Yep. And it's getting to be that time too. I've, I had dinner with a good friend of mine that, that um, was a past owner of a couple of archery companies out of Bozeman, and uh, his name is Mike Allig, and and uh, he said he he was just out uh, oh the, I think two days ago and found a, a handful of sheds. So yeah, well they're you uh, know they haven't really time. yeah they haven't really hardly been stressed this year. I mean it's been a pretty mild winter. We've had a couple of cold days the last couple of day week uh, the last week, but. Um, there's, I still, I'm starting to see, uh, some antler shed and I, I think in the next couple of weeks, right before the deer classic, we're, we're two weeks out of the deer classic, hard to believe, but, uh, you know, that's another thing I was going to ask you, how come a limited, how come you guys aren't coming in having a booth? I've had a lot of people yeah. ask me about that. You know, we, we typically, I do a lot of work with the corporate office of Essence Forever uh-huh. and the, you know, conservation side of things. And so we typically don't do consumer shows. Um, we let our retail partners do that. Mm-hmm. So like here at Pheasant Fest, we've got, uh, I think there's three or four of our retail partners that are selling at this show. Yeah. Well, you, have, you, uh, you, you got the same size booth as when I drove out to Sioux city to see you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got a big booth. booth. Yeah, you yeah. got a big booth. Yeah. Did you, yeah, br- did you bring the good. kid? I did uh, yesterday, but uh, he, he's got a he's got a wedding coming up this summer, so he's got uh, he's heading down to the venue in in Rochester, Minnesota, to go uh, get things buttoned down on that today. So Cody's um, getting married. My, Cody is getting married. Yeah. How old is he? He's twenty six. Wow, yep. man, I I still think he's like nineteen. What the heck? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and anybody knows my kids, it's that you blink and they're they're grown up. So. Yeah. Well, Danny's Danny's going to be twenty. I can't believe it. I mean, it's, yeah, that it is, is unbelievable. I'm telling you, it's just crazy. So yeah. seven twelve and some change here on thirteen fifty ESPN. We're talking with Dave Larson from Game Hide. Uh, we got a new GM over here at the Ankeny Iowa Sportsman's Warehouse. His name's Don Clum, and I've been telling Don, and uh, I've been talking to corporate at Sportsman's. Uh, they they're they're got to get more limited clothing out here in iowa um you you, it's amazing it's amazing it's not lyme disease that you it's not just lyme disease anymore there's other things that these ticks are bringing in and it's not good yeah and who you know dan as you just mentioned that they keep finding new things out there there's a oh there's i think it was almost not quite two years maybe in the year and three quarters they found a uh, tick that came over from Asia out on the East Coast, and it was already spread to like a dozen states. Yeah, it's I remember. Yeah, I remember that. I I don't get it, man. I just I don't know how them. You know, the people transporting critters over here and stuff, and they're hiding. You know, they're hitchhiking, and uh, I, I I'm telling you what, man, that stuff you can't play around with it. I've got several friends of mine that uh, have gotten uh, Lyme disease, and it's not good. And that bacterial stuff that. Uh, <laughs> My buddy down, Kent Hauser, is cooking ribs down in Missouri right now listening to the show. Oh, no kid. Yeah, now, yeah. I'm, now I'm hungry. So, yeah, no kid. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not just that you have to worry about. and that It's nothing to play around with. I mean, uh, in, I'm telling you what, folks, if you don't hunt, if you just go out and fish or mushroom hunt, you need to have a limited pants and socks on at the very least. I, I've been wearing it for six years. I've been telling you about it forever. And I have not, knock on wood, I haven't had a tick in six years, and I hardly use bug spray anymore. And the only time I'll use bug spray is if I'm wearing a non-alimitic hat or gloves, and I'll spray my gloves and my hat. And other than that, I'm, I'm pretty, anywhere you're covered, you're protected. So, Dan, we, we've got a new product we just launched. Yeah. And I think you're going to really like this piece. And it's it's a it's an ultralight long-sleeve hooded shirt. Oh, that's nice. So it's, it's. Yeah, it's built like an ultralight long sleeve t shirt with, yeah. with a hood on it. So, mm. pretty much like a real ultra lightweight hoodie. And the beauty of that is obviously you can layer underneath it if it's cooler out. But with that hood on there, you can put that hood underneath a baseball style cap or you can put it over the cap and it gives you that extra protection. You know, so you and I have both been fortunate enough to spend some time even in a bear stand, you know, and uh, hunting black bears. And the mosquitoes and black flies and whatnot get really bad there too. Mm-hmm. Well, this product works really good on those those insects as well. And now with that hood on there, you can protect your neck and and uh, obviously that your head and all that area as well. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand that either. I mean, anywhere you're covered, uh, the noceums, chiggers, ticks, none of that. You don't. None of that's going to be a problem for you anymore. Uh, and it, it, the Olympic stuff is completely safe. Yeah, it's been proven by, or uh, approved by, is it FDA that you guys got that it's, through? It's, it's EPA. EPA. EPA approved. Yep. And, you know, the nice thing about this stuff, folks, um, it doesn't wash out like other, 
there's been knockoffs and other stuff. I'm not going to mention names, but uh, if it doesn't say a limitic by game hide, it's not the original. So make sure you're getting the original, but it'll laugh. It'll last the life, life of the garment. It won't wash out. And it's uh, the other part of that too. You know, we were just talking about our, our four legged uh, dog friends. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, we do a dog vest in it now too. Great thing to have. And it's, it's the best we're building is not, I use it upland hunting all the time, but it's not a, a super heavy uh, brush busting style vest. It's a little lighter than that because we had so many folks that were, were just taking their dogs on walks and wanted a vest that wasn't quite that heavy. Mm-hmm. And uh, But that thing is, uh, we do it in four sizes now, and it's a great um, great addition to help protect your you know your new pup or, or uh, an old timer. You know, like Muzzy is, you know, you just want to keep those as many ticks off of them as you can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you got to protect them, you know, even the, you know, do, we've been saying this for years, whatever you spend on yourself for your attire, your hunting attire, you need to do the same thing for your, your family. I mean, for your kids, uh, your wife, you, cause you want them to be as comfortable as you are. And, uh, you know, I've tried to get that point cross for a long time now. And it goes for your four legged buddies too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and that's you. You bring that up. It's been interesting. That well, I've been working the booth up at Pheasant Fest. How many um, folks have come in? You know, asking about kids' upland uh, vests, which you know we we do several uh, models in that too. And I love hearing that because it you know you you certainly like seeing the kids getting out and that whole just like we were talking whether you're chasing rabbits, um, you know, in the winter time or, or roosters in the fall. It's a great activity to get those those kids involved in absolutely 718 and some change dave hang on i gotta hit a real quick break we'll be right back on 1350 espn it's outdoors dan on 1350 espn all right welcome back to outdoors at outdoors dan on uh 1350 espn biagi's was big it was hopping man i tell you Got a report. Uh, Valentine's Day was a big success over there on University Avenue. There was a lot of love going on with a spicy meet the ball special they had for Valentine's Day. You know, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, you don't have to wait for a special day like Valentine's Day. You can go and have a spicy meet the ball anytime you want over there, and uh, they'll take great care of you. Uh, one of my favorites this time of year, I know a lot of folks are trying to watch their weight, get in shape for turkey season. That vegetable minestrone soup, man. It's only 120 calories. It's beautifully made in a cup or a bowl. Get you a little side, a couple pieces of uh, light bread, and you are ready to rock and roll. Stay nice and warm, and you're going to have a good meal. Uh, try their homemade, made fresh for you each and every day at Biagi's, their homemade minestrone soup. But they also are known for their pastas, their steaks, their seafood specials. They've got pretty much anything for everybody. You also have pronto packs available. If you want to watch something on the tube and you don't feel like going out, but you want you don't feel like cooking either, we'll call them at 221-9900, 221-9900, and say, uh, Outdoors Dan sent me, I want a pronto pack, and you'll get your child, uh, choices of pastas, salads, and breads, and they'll take great care of you. And uh, I'm telling you, it'll be one of your favorite places to eat as well. I know I take the gang at uh, the, uh, we got the Deer Classic coming up, and I'm taking Larry and Christian and Ryan and everybody over to Biagi's after uh, Saturday for uh, dinner, we did that. I did that last year and they want to go again. So if they like it, trust me, you'll love it. Biagi's, it's going to be your favorite place to eat. Let's go back to the phones and say hi to Mr. Davey Larson, who's probably having a white castle and a coffee right now. 
I wish I had the White Castle part, but I got the coffee down. <laughs> man, I tell you what, I've been drinking so much coffee this week. It's like, oh man. Oh yeah, with that pop, you know, when you get when you get a few years on you, like like you and I do, you those getting up three times a night really wears on you. Mm, I'm telling you. So, uh, uh, Larry said, I talked to Larry and he said he had a conversation with you about a vest, huh? 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 He did. Yeah. Absolutely. So is that going to happen or not? Is that, are we going to have a vest? Absolutely. Yeah. We've got it in the, we got it in the, into the design side of the, uh, Uh of the process and, uh, Uh we'll we'll get prototypes here in a couple, well, might be a couple months now. Uh You know, Philip and I talked to you about that this fall. We don't, you know, I can see where we carry any weight. We two were on a different page. Oh, we were not. All all I'm going to say, folks, is those two were on a different page. Hey, I just like functionality in a vest. That's all. What's wrong with that? And Larry goes, I told him to keep it simple. Yeah. I was going to nickname the vest you were describing to me, the medicine man vest. (laughs) Hey. I, I you think, can pull out anything out of that vest. Uh, why do you, why carry a pack when you can have just all your vest? <laughs> What's the problem, huh? Uh, you know, you try to leave it at that. Yeah. You just try to help you, and you get zero zero consideration out of you. That's all. Right, Larry, Larry, Larry real G in. We're we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard. Uh, like, yeah, Larry goes. Yeah, I talked today. I talk, note, Dan. Yeah, I, I just want to mention to folks, and it's you know, it's not that the Pheasant Fest is up in Minneapolis for, mm-hmm. for the listeners that don't know. But um, one of the things that is a great to do there, if you have a piece of property, is you know, now with the new farm bill or whatever, they're, they've opened up more acres into the conservation programs, mm-hmm. and there's so many resources there. And if if you have a piece of property, um, even if it's not yours, and the landowner is okay with you working on you know, making it a better place for wildlife, man, there's some great, there's some great programs out there to put the pollinators and, and whatnot back in, into the, into those places for the, and it doesn't just help for the pheasants, for guys like you and me and a lot of our list, a lot of your listeners there, it, it makes incredible deer habitat by putting those. Benefits those all the, all the wildlife in that ecosystem is going to benefit from that. Yep. yep. And I've had the fortunate, you know, to play with some of that on my wife's family farm in Western Iowa there it's uh gosh we've seen such a, a bump in uh in in upland game birds and in wild turkeys but the deer has just been crazy yeah it's just perfect bedding cover and there's i don't know exactly what, everything in those in the forbes side what you know that the deer like to eat but boy they go in there constantly well that's exciting man so it is it's it's really fun to do and you know then obviously you get out there in the spring and which yeah, I should remind folks to remember that in the spring. You know, the ticks are out pretty heavy in that springtime. If you're out working on food plots, yeah, you, you want to protect yourself. You know, even after turkey season, you know, into June there, there's the, the ticks are pretty pretty tough some springs. Socks, pants, Olympic socks, Olympic pants, and Olympic short sleeve shirt. Yep, yep, yep. And we make ultra lightweight stuff, so it's it's not you know not hot on you and and uh, <clears throat> just a just a great precaution if you're going to be out doing that stuff. But, but anyway, I encourage people if they're, if they're thinking about that, this is a great time to get out and start planning that. Cause there is some, some paperwork if you do own property to get it enrolled in these programs, but there's cost saving things, you know, cost saving programs, um, that there's a bunch of resources out there that'll help you, including pheasants forever. Mm-hmm. They have their own biologist in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else going on? Boy, a lot, lots going on on the uh, on the production side, as we like you mentioned. That best, we're gearing gearing things up, and uh, 
you know, our, our new whitetail outfit that uh, you used last year has been doing really well for us. And, and uh, <clears throat> we've got a new one out uh, that will be out this fall. If you're a cold, you know, if you're living in the colder climate called our broadside jacket mm-hmm. and bib mm-hmm. that uses a primal loft insulation in it. And uh, you're going to, you're going to really like that one, Dan. No, I, I love, a, I, I love all my stuff. Are we getting anything for Turkey season coming our way? I, I didn't even yep. ask you. We yep, do. I've got Yep, I've got those packages getting put together right now, including that new the hoodie, uh, long the, the, hooded, the, yeah. hooded, yep. Okay. Uh, sure, you guys will love that one. And, of course, we still do, you know, we've got multiple flavors of pants in the Limitic side and uh, and long sleeve tees and button downs. And Now, is that hoodie bl- is that black or camoed? No, it's camoed. Yeah. Did you come out with black yep. stuff? We we have black stuff, but it's not it's not a Limitic. Man, I'm gonna beat Profit, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you with a donut. I, yeah, I don't I know, know what you, you I were have. Me for that last year. What you? I'm telling you, everybody's hunting in ground blinds, man. They want some. Make it reversible. Put black on yep. the. Yeah, we'll let them that way if they want to. And be, that's what we do. You yeah. know, that's what our reversible ground blind shirts are. It's literally a a and it's it's super functional because you can just flip it in and out. But it you can layer underneath it for cold weather hunts or mm-hmm. if you're tricky hunting and. In May there in Iowa, and it gets a little warmer. You you got just a nice lightweight moisture management T-shirt on. Yeah, well the white so, the, and all of that's available on our our website. Yeah, gamehigh.com. Yeah, gamehigh.com. They got all that. the uh, The whitetail stuff that you sent was awesome. Those those uh, those bibs were amazing. I the, those are my favorite bibs of all time. I think. Yeah, they are super super warm and comfortable, and and they just you know the way that we did that pamp bib, it just is it's a non restricting fit. Um, great piece. So appreciate that, Dan. No, you're welcome. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go so you can get to the show. I appreciate yep, you appreciate coming. It. Yeah. Thanks for returning my call and means a lot to me when you pick up the phone, especially when you don't see it's Larry McCoy. And uh, now that I know you're, you know, you should maybe just change it. So you're, so it says Larry, my phone, can you? No, I can't. I mean, if I could, I mean, I, Larry, I mean, it's like the bat signal, man. Whenever Larry calls, it's like right away. Yes. Commissioner. Yeah, I see how it is. <laughs> Philip and I are like in the bottom well, of the bottom know, tier of the ocean now, yeah. man. Yeah, and the, the uh, reality is that Larry, Larry, Larry usually shoots stuff. <laughs> so I have a lot of things to talk to him about it uh-huh. instead of just hearing you cry about another bad day in the field. Yeah, well, you know what? You can't say that about Philip. Philip actually he filled some tags last year. Now he, him, and I struggled late season. I didn't, and I struggled all year, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I, I, You're gonna have a little pressure on you this year. I don't have any pressure on me. There's no pressure. No, never, never. And, and just so people know, we're obviously just just jawing back and forth. Oh no, he's picking on me. He's he's picking on guys. He's picking on me, folks. He's he's making me feel bad. And he's doing it on purpose too. Well, I want people to realize, even in the TV side, it's still about the hunt. It isn't all about the kill. No, it's not. You I know, mean, if you, you need to get some footage, but it's about the hunt and everybody, you know, it, that's why I, ho- I hope and encourage people that you don't have to be, you know, if you go out and shoot a whatever size deer and you had a great hunt, that's what it's about. If you hunt long enough, you're going to have a bad year. I mean, that's just the way it is. And and I had yep. a, I had a big one right there. I just couldn't get a clean shot. I had to let him go, you know, well, hopefully, hopefully he made it through and you can go find the shed. Yeah, hopefully I'm hoping. All right, you be well, have, have I, a great Saturday, everybody, I, and uh, I will. Thank you, Dan. Hey, you're welcome, and uh, you be safe, and we'll talk to you soon, sir. Sounds good. There he goes, Dave Larson from Game High Clothing. Super nice guy. I'll never tell him that. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. 
This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors. Andrew, bump me up a little bit there on the heads. There you go. Thank you. Welcome back to uh, <laughs> 1350 ESPN. I hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Thank you so much for making us part of your weekend. We always appreciate that. Iowa Iowa hunters harvested nearly 95,000 deer in the 2019-20 season. Uh, 94,000 deer reported, and which was the decline. Well, we knew that was coming, huh? From the 2018-19, where hunters reported nearly 108,000 deer. Experts say that while the numbers are factors that likely contributed to the decline, the most prominent was the outbreak of the hemorrhagic disease. You think? We've been saying that for, what, four months? Uh, that killed thousands of deer across the state. It was the second largest outbreak of hemorrhagic disease in Iowa, only behind the 12, uh, the 2012-13 outbreak. And the it reduced the harvest is consistent with the following of the 13. Tyler Harms, wildlife biologist with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, said one of the department's best population survey tools is the bow hunters. And uh, they say that uh, they record the number of deer while the other wildlife species while they observe each day from their tree stand. The survey is conducted from October 1st through the opening of first shotgun. The lower harvest co- corresponds with fewer uh, deer bow hunters reported in the survey. While the impact from hemorrhagic disease may have contributed to that decline, our hunters are also conservationists. And if they perceive a drop in the deer population, they will make a decision on whether or not to kill more deer. This year, many of them decided not to. Iowa DNR manages the deer herd to support a harvest of 100,000 to 120,000 deer that are based on recommendations from the legislatively mandated deer advisory committee. Uh, and uh, anyway, so we knew I, we knew that the deer was going to be down. Uh, Big Red from Sportsman's Warehouse is on the line, and uh, we'll see what he is up to. I, I knew I knew it was going to be bad uh, from the first middle of October on. I, all my deer were dead. Don, what's morning? Good morning. How are you, Dan? Uh, I'm all right. I'm tired. How's that new little puppy doing? Oh, he's sweet. Hey, hey, he's just so sweet. He just wants to <laughs> ply and get up every two hours and go outside and eat leaves. And yeah, that dog's, he's a baby. No, cut that out. <laughs> you know, he's just, he's a little, he's a little chunky furball man and you can't you know it's like he wakes me up and it's like what you doing buddy you gotta go outside and i'll pick him up and hug him and he just sits there and gives me a kiss on the cheek and it's like yeah how do you get mad at something like that you know come on you I'll, can't uh, you can't i'll take you out and yeah i spent some money at sportsman's this week i was up there buying him a collar and i got him a blaze orange uh collar and I got him a, a, a little cable thing for when he's older. I can put him on a lead and let him go out and potty by himself. But right now, I got to take him out and show him how to do it. So, Jenny got a little mad at me. She goes, Would you quit peeing in the yard? I said, I got to teach him how to pee, honey. <laughs> you have to train him up right, Dan. Absolutely. She goes, We live it. You know, we're not out in the woods. I go, Honey, every, everybody does it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's two o'clock in the morning. Who's going to know? You know, who's going to know lead by example. <laughs> you heard it right here. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, actually folks, I'm just teasing. I'm not doing that. <sighs> I'm telling you. 
So how you uh, how you been? Everything good? You know, I got here nice and early this morning, and none of my computers work. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Other than that, well, how are you going to work? Well, how are you going to how are you going to handle the store? Is are you are the registers working? Well, not yet, but you know what? We still have an hour or two. Well, you can always do it as a promissory note. <laughs> yeah, here, sign this right here. We'll hold your we'll hold your merchandise until we. Can you bring cash? <laughs> you poor fella. No wonder you look you look halfway disgusted all the time. You know, it's always something. You know, life. If they gives you lemons, what do you do? You make lemonade out of it. Just absolutely. Yeah, that's all right. So the store looks good. I mean, I was up there, like I said, I was looking at kennels and, uh, I got, uh, what, what else did I buy? I bought some throwing decoy, oh, uh, throwing, a throwing decoy I got for him. And then I got, uh, I got a chew thing for him. And then I got some stuff for Muzzy, my other dog. And then, uh, I got to get back up there and get some of those pheasant wings. Uh, cause I'm going to try and start working, I guess in the next week or so, I'm going to see his dad's a pointing lab. And, uh, he's this, this puppy's pretty smart. So I'm going to see if I can't get him working on, uh, and point, uh, getting used to smelling that pheasant and go, you know, where, where's the bird? Where's the bird? You know, <laughs> get him out there going, you know, that'll be great fun. No, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's so funny though. It was when it was like four below, he did not want to go outside. It was, he, he, I turned around and go, come on, Raven, come on puppy. And then I turn around, he'd be sitting there looking at me like, are you stupid? <laughs> he just, I, that little chunky butt, man, he just got it planted on the concrete going, I ain't moving, man. It's cold out here. My little fur babies are the same way. They love to go outside and play, but when it was cold the other morning. Yeah. Like, nope. Yeah. Not do- look pretty good. Yeah. I'm not doing this. Not doing this. So, so Turkey camp is coming up. Uh, I know we got, uh, we got some stuff to give away. I got some Kershaw knives and Hey, how about that crowd we had for the seminar the other day? We had a good crowd. Wasn't for that, that great? Yeah, that was. Would you have 20 people back there? And we did. Nah, we had about nine, nine, ten people, but that's a good well, they crowd. Were, they, were, they were Husky fellers. Yeah. They, you know, they just took up a little more. Yeah. Everybody was great and it was good to see everybody coming out, but we got Turkey camp coming up on March 21st. So, uh, we're going to be doing some Turkey, uh, videos and uh, we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about decoys and blinds and i'm sure you'll have something uh in the hunting department uh, to correspond with that but uh, i'm looking forward to that that's going to be some fun huh well we're looking forward to it too we in anticipation of this and the upcoming season we we spent yesterday getting all of our decoys out and displayed so so the folks can come in and actually see what's in the boxes we have them all displayed on top of the shelving and it looks pretty cool oh that's exciting I, i'm excited about that you know, the Deer Classic's coming up. I'm going to be doing the show live from the Sportsman's Warehouse booth on Saturday morning. So uh, are you going to be there Saturday morning? Absolutely. All right. Well, good. And you, we can have you just sit in the whole show. And we'll have Larry McCoy coming in and Philip Vanderpool and some other uh, some other ambassadors of the outdoor world. And and uh, we'll just do it right. So when the when the doors open, everybody can come over. And uh, what are you doing for the folks at the Deer Classic this year? By Are you going to, you got some giveaways and stuff? Yeah, we do. Um, I don't have them all in my hands yet, so I can't brag about each one individually. But but uh, we'll have some swag to hand out to the folks that stop by the booth. Yeah, well, there, you always do. You guys do a good job. So, so anything else going on? I mean, the fishing. I didn't see anything exciting in the fishing reports. Well, not a whole lot. The, the ice did get a little thicker 
mm-hmm. in a few places. Yeah. Uh, Spirit Lake and East Okaboji. Um, and there's still bluegill fishing's good, walleye's good out at Spirit Lake. So there's still something to be done. Uh, we will have, uh, we just got a fresh shipment of waxworms. Did you? see what these cold fish are like to eat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, our fridge is full. And we, we actually have another shipment coming in of of our ice fish finders that we had sold out of. Oh, did you really? Week. Yeah. What you what yeah. you, you what you got? What seven Vexlars in, and you sold them out in one day or something? Well, we got in. Was it how many different types of Vexlars? We had six total. and We sold them out in two days. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's almost the so, end of the season too. It is. I know, man. It, yeah. We've got more coming, so hopefully we'll have a, have a little more ice to go out and enjoy. Well, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. All right, big boy. Well, well, your doors open up at what time today? 9 a.m. 9 a.m., all right. You got Girl Scout cookies or anything to get you through the day, or what do you, you know? Well, the Girl Scouts were here yesterday, and, and, you know, I have a bone to pick. Yeah. I keep, I keep eating these thin mints and I'm not getting any thinner. Yeah. I think that's false advertising. Yeah. See, when I see the Girl Scouts, I go the other way because, man, I don't need any more pounds on me. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. And those Samoa things, once you start eating them, you can't stop. You can't stop. No, you cannot stop. It's not good. All right, Don, where can they find you? We are right off the exit 90 of I 35 across the street from. Carl Chevrolet. There you go, big boy. Hey, I'll see you. If I don't see you today, I'll see you on Monday, pal. Look forward to it. Thank you, Don. Thanks, Dan. There he goes, Big Red from Sportsman's Warehouse. Super nice fella right there. All right, let me hit another quick break. We come back. We got some chronic wasting news I need to share with you right here on 1350 ESPN. On 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Iowa Deer Classic and the Elite and RTG gang are going to be there. Uh, how about that? Huh, huh, huh. You're going to have Larry McCoy and Ryan and Kent Huser and uh, Philip Vanderpool, Christian Costa, myself. We're all going to be there to say hi to everybody and see what's going on. I'm just going to be there to get lemonade for everybody. That's my role. I'm the I'm an lemonade caddy. Oh man, I can't wait for that. Larry and all them guys are down at the National Wild Turkey Federation deal. I'm jealous. I'm going to that next year. Next year we're doing a best of because I'll be in Nashville. Uh, I've been wanting to go there for a long time. So next year I'm going to do that. All right, uh, test results are in. Chronic wasting disease has been found in four new counties. Unfortunately. Chronic wasting disease has been confirmed in the wild deer from Woodbury, Winnesheek, Fayette, and Decatur counties this year, bringing the total number of counties in Iowa where wild deer have tested positive to eight. So out of 99 counties, eight of them have positive deer. Uh, we will schedule meetings. This is the DNR talking. We will schedule meetings in the areas in the next few months to discuss chronic wasting disease, our response, and the role hunters playing in helping us to manage this, said Tyler Harms, wildlife biologist with the Iowa DNR. In the past, the DNR set up a surveillance zone where the positive deer were taken, then works uh, with hunters to increase the number of samples collected in the zone to get a better idea of the extent to which the disease is on the ground. Early detection is the key. We want to increase the surveillance in close proximity with the positive deer to hopefully catch any other positives in the area 
In these surveillance zones, we want to manage our deer herd toward the lower end of the population goal to help slow the disease transmission. Iowa DNR submitted nearly 7,000 deer tissue samples from testing uh, from the hunter harvested or roadkill deer collected statewide in the 1920 uh, season and resulted in 43 positive wild deer. 43,000. So 43 out of uh, 98,000 deer or 93,000. What was the deer kill? 94,000. So it's, it's, it, I heard, I heard some other media folks this week were saying that, uh, you know, that they were, they, they basically were talking out their rear is what I'll say it like that. There's no documentation. There's been nothing proved that CWD has been transferred from a deer to a human for consumption that has not, it has not been, it's, it's not happened. So just, just don't, you know, it just, if you think a deer has got uh, CWD, if it's not acting right, if it's lethargic, if it's, if it's emaciated and you can see, you know, it's not, it's not been feeding, then get the deer tested um, and call, you know, call your local DNR person and tell them, don't worry about going out there and shooting a deer. If the deer looks healthy, it's probably healthy. And if it does, if it does have early chances of CWD, just bone the deer out and you're going to be fine. Just don't eat the vital, don't eat the organs. Do not, if you don't, that's where people, I think if anything would get you, uh, have a chance of something happening, it would be from eating the organs. They, that's why they want you to bone it out. Uh, you know, just bone out, bone out the, the meat, put it in the cooler and leave the carcass in the area that you found it. If you're hunting in an area that's, it's got CWD, do not bring the carcass out. Hunters who harvested deer in a county known to have CWD, but who live in a county where the disease has not been found, should bone out their deer and either leave the carcass. See, that's what I just said. Leave the carcass on the land where it's harvested or disposed of within that county. Contact the local landfill for requirements. Make absolutely sure not to transport or dump carcasses outside of the area where the deer was shot. So this will spread the disease to new areas. You'll be fine. Trust me. Iowa DNR has been testing for CWD disease since 2002. The first positive was 2013 New Harper's Ferry in Alamakee County, where they had 89 positive wild deer, but that was, that was a different situation. So that was up close to a fence property. Well, let's see. Uh, I can tell you about it. We'll talk a little hunter education when we come back after the break. And uh, we'll go from there. We've got some hunter. It's a great time to take a hunter ed class if you haven't got that in yet. Hunter ed. It's where it's at. <sighs> can we just take a moment to relax and reflect? I'll tell you what. I turned it. What? 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 I was just saying, sure, let's go reflect. Reflect on what? I don't know. You're the one who wants to reflect. You know what the forty? You know what uh, the forty fifth anniversary is this week of? Dun 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 dun. I'm gonna guess. Can I take a guess? Take a guess. Jaws. It's the forty fifth anniversary. You want to feel old? Forty fifth anniversary of the making of Jaws, the movie. We're going to need a bigger tree stand. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love that movie when I was a kid. One of my favorite my memories growing up 
was my dad taking us to that movie and my seeing my dad jump out of his seat when that head popped out of the boat when the when Hooper was down underneath the water. That's that's still one of my all time favorite movies. It still is. I love that movie. Yeah, my pop. I sure miss him. Boy, that, I only got to see him scared a couple of times. That was one of them. And then we went back and saw it again. And my mom still jumped. Dad didn't. But what a great movie, man. You know, I miss movies like that because back then, when the movie was older, everybody stood up and applauded. You don't see people doing that at movies anymore. That's when movies were movies. Now they're just political hack stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Raven just had an accident. Uh-huh. She got to watch him, Jen. Hey, I got to go. I got to go. Uh, I got to go do a little, little, little training. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right. Had to talk to the wife during the break. Sorry, I couldn't go over on Facebook. The doggy had an accident. Here's the thing. What was that? How's Raven doing? Mason, thank you for asking, Mason. Uh, he just peed in the living room. He had an accident. See, here's the thing. If if he's sleeping, you have to, and he, he wakes up, you have to grab the pumpkin and take him out there. And if he, and she did, Jenny did, but he, he sat his little butt down and looked at her. See, and you got to go, no, you go out there and you potty. You have to be, you have to make him go out there and do it. He does that to me. And you know, I, it takes me forever for him to do the other thing. So it's like, I, you know, it's like, okay. And so like every 15 minutes, I just grab him and take him outside. Yesterday I had to, I walked over, I walked about half a block and you know, he's a little football. He's just, he's so little. He's only seven and a half weeks. He's little. So I made him walk back. I said, come on, come on, buddy. Come on, Raven. And then I made, after that, then he, he went over and I found some leaves and, uh, he, he, uh, finally, uh, emptied some groceries. That's a nice way to say it. So yeah, I can't believe I'm, I'm discussing my, my puppy's bathroom etiquette. <sighs> I bought a big pooper scooper. I, I get the, that's what I get to do this afternoon. I get to go out and pooper scoop. Is it the one with the claw, the handle? No, squeeze handle? don't buy those. Those are junk. I got oh. the old hinge ones, man. Yeah, yeah. There you, go. you need the the big the big hinge ones so those hold up. And yeah, don't get the plastic one, folks. Those or you know the always always lovable shovel. Yeah, I, I use the shovel <laughs> a couple. Of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just they're babies, man. You gotta you gotta baby them. I mean, it's just uh, you gotta you gotta you gotta. You gotta, you gotta, he peed on me yesterday. I, I took him out and he didn't go. And then I, 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 I don't know what I did. I did something. I went and I got something. I come back and I saw a spot on the carpet and I said, no Raven. No. And he looked at me. So I took him outside cause you got to reinforce. That's where he got, he has to go out and do his thing. Right. 
And then I come back and I cleaned it and then I put the carpet cleaner thing on there. And then he tried to get that. And I said, no, you little dork, you don't need the carpet cleaner. So, and then I had to vacuum. He didn't like the vacuum. He didn't, you know, I bet not. No, he don't like the vacuum. So that, but he's a, he's a sweet puppy. I love him. I love him. He's just, he's just a little, he's a little chunking head. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I hate to say it folks. Uh, Did I say this last hour? I got a laundry basket. Did I tell everybody that? I did? Okay. I can't remember. Yeah. Take him around town with me. My boy, the guys at JLM Guns. I took him in there and old Mike. Mike goes, what's that, buddy? I said, this is my dog. This is my puppy. And he, I, I, sorry. I said, this is Jenny's dog. This is Jenny's puppy. He goes, so he grabbed him and, you know, he put him up there and he did a couple selfies with him. He goes, no, don't come back without that dog. See, that dog's a star already. Everybody wants to see the puppy. I'm telling you, he's a, he's just a cutie, and rightfully so. Absolutely, rightfully yeah, so. so. I'm telling you, you know. And then I made the mistake of taking him into the pet store with me. Oh man, he on I as thirty dollars later, you know, he had to have this and that, and it's like it's like Riley and Danny all over again at Toys R Us, man. You just don't do it. All right, I'll get it for you. Come on. You can't, like you said, it's hard to say no. Well, he's a baby. He looks at you with those little button eyes and, you know, and then he, he, he licks you and, you know, gives you a kiss. I mean, how can you say no to that? You can't. You can't. It's impossible. No. You know, and I don't even want to go turkey hunting now. I, I got to leave and I got to leave in six weeks. I want to be, I got to, I got to go to four or five different hunt states. I don't even want to go now. And I, I love turkey hunting. I don't want to leave my baby. You know, I can't take him with me. No. You know, I was I was doing some. I was listening. I was watching Larry McCoy. I was watching Respect the Game TV on my phone, and uh, Larry was doing a, a turkey hunt. Uh, uh, it was like a one in the clutch series, and uh, Larry sitting there. Boy, his head popped up. I go, "Do you did you see? Did you hear that? What's that?" And he looked at me. Goes, "Turkey, Dad." I go, "That's right. That's right, baby." And then, and then a crow, a crow went, you know, a crow, hey boy, he old head swung around. I'm telling you, man, he's a hunter. He's a hunter. I got a hunting puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Larry hit that mouth call and boy, his head popped up. Dad, that's a turkey. <laughs> that's it. Where is he? Yeah. So, but yeah, I told Jenny, I go, honey, I can't take him out there and I can't take him to Kansas. I got, I got him. I'm going to be sitting with, with other hunters and. The I dog's gonna want to run. I can't, you know. I got a Tom coming in, spitting and drumming. He's gonna go. That Tom's gonna. I can't do that to somebody. He's gonna be faster than the Roadrunner. No, I'm telling you. Yeah, you're, he's. Oh man, he's quick too. He's a quick little chugger. I bet. Yeah. All right. I pro- I'm sorry, folks. I promised myself I wasn't gonna go on and on about the dog today. I just can't help it. He's so cute. You know. <sighs> he's just a baby. If you want to see what he looks like, go on Facebook. I got like a million things on there. So, uh, hunter education class, they're going to be offered by knowledgeable and certified volunteer instructors in the Iowa Department of Natural Resources Conservation Officers. Classroom courses are typically 12 to 15 hours in length and are held in over two to three session days in order to receive certification. A student must attend all sessions and pass the final exam. Which is what they should. Mason, hang on. I got to see what Mason's saying right here. Uh, 
My dog just had babies a couple weeks ago, but they are so big now. That but they are big now. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Mason. Yeah, that puppy, man, that puppy breath and stuff. That's just that's only a couple weeks, man. And then there's, you know, some people think that stinks. I think that's that's like honey, man. That's it's sweetness. Uh, Iowa, Iowa law requires anyone born after January 1st, 1972 must be certified in hunter education before they are eligible to purchase a hunting Iowa license. Here's some upcoming classes for you. Should I do it like uh, uh, Raven would say? That's March 3rd, Jefferson Milwaukee Road Depot. That's March 3rd, Toddville. Uh, is that Wiki Cup? Wiki Cup? Hill Learning Center? All right, I'll quit doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm annoying people. Uh, I can't help it. Uh, March 5th, Indianola Isaac Walton League. March 7th, Sheridan Pennell Lodge. March 12th, uh, Corning Gun Club and Wapolo Lang- Langwood Education Center. March 14th, Manchester United Methodist Church. Uh, March 14th, Waterloo Hawkeye Community College, Montrose Lee County Conservation Board, March 16th, Cresco Prairie Edge Nature Center, March 19th, Dubuque EB Lions Inter, uh, Inter, 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 what is that? I-N-T-E-R, come here, college graduate. And what is that word? What's that? How do you, how do you pronounce that? Is that a typo? I, I think. Is that what you're thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Interpretive center. Don't look right. Uh, Mines of Spain, uh, March 21st, uh, Ventura, Iowa, regular Baptist camp. March 21st, Ainsworth, Mark Parr Education Center. Full waiting list is available. March 23rd, Burlington Stars Cave Nature Center. March 24th, the Ames Isaac Walton League. March 28th, the Vinton Isaac Walton League. And the Mount Pleasant Henry County Nature Center, the Salon, Salon Lakeview Elementary School, Web SYC, March 31st at the Hampton Mains Grove Lodge, April 1st at the Oxyria Audubon County Conservation Board, April 2nd, Iona uh, Twin Ponds Nature Center, um, April 3rd, Osage Mitchell County Nature Center. April 4th, the Fairfield Southeast Iowa Skeet Club, Sergeant Bluff, Sergeant Bluff's Fire Station. April 25th at the Stratford Isaac Walton League in Boone Valley. There you go. There's your complete listing. <laughs> Dan, I've listened to you for a lot of years. I didn't know that you were you were uh, uh, frequent or uh, frequent is that I can't where's my glasses I didn't know that you were uh expletive or no I can't I can't even I don't think they spelled that right either I'm thinking he's thinking that I was uh fluent is what he's trying to say in dog yeah Yeah. fluent in dog that's yeah that's an underrated skill yeah yeah Todd, good morning. Missy Hauser, good to see you. Missy Klupach down in Florida, good to see you. Bill Conway, Keen, Brett, Connie Hill. Hi, Mom, in Kansas. Clark Cummings, Chase McDonald, uh, Tommy Downs, Timmy Simmer, Aaron, Joe, Misha, Roger, Brad, uh, Ted Nestor, Jeff Fedeker, Veryl, Troy Coffey, Neil Sanders, 
Everybody, hello. Good morning. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. 811-244-1350-244-1350. We have open lines if you want to call in and say hi. Love to hear from you. So I was out with uh, the dog yesterday driving around and uh, saw a couple flocks of turkeys. I pulled off and they are definitely establishing pecking orders. They do that. They do that quite a bit, but it's that time of year where they're, 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 they're taking it serious. I put a thing on Facebook this week. I said, I just saw something that was incredible. I, I was watching, uh, the, I was watching this one guy grab this other guy, throw him down, stomp on his throat and then step on his head. The other guy was kicking, trying to get up. I said, I had my gun with me and I thought about intervening because the other guy was obviously way bigger and was bullying the other guy, but I thought better of it. And then I put a, like a, I had like a pregnant pause there. And then I said, the reason I didn't intervene was it's not turkey season. And I didn't want to get a ticket for shooting a turkey out of season. And I had all these people going, you rat, you had us going. We thought you were seeing somebody getting pummeled. Well, I was, I was watching this Tom just go crazy on the Zeller Tom. It was brutal. I'm telling you what, you want to see something brutal. When you go turkey hunting and you shoot a Tom and there's two other subordinate Toms there, it's not pretty. They go crazy. They stomp them. They peck them. I got to get out of the blind to, to protect, uh, you know, I don't want my turkey head all, all messed up. Leave that bird alone, you know? And then the half the time you could get almost like five feet to them before they realize you're there. Cause they're, they're so focused on stomping the dead turkey that, uh, you can almost reach out and grab the other ones, man. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're vicious. They're, they're velociraptors, man. They are. The Velociraptors of our time. I'm telling you. They are. Today, will there be giveaways? <laughs> There's always giveaways, Mason. What are, you, what, are you, what are they even asking for? Dan's giving away a we, lot of knowledge here. Yeah, that's, get, yeah. That's the giveaway. The, we do trivia every week, Mason. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. <sighs> yeah. I, you know, I was supposed to do, and I didn't get something in, so I got, I'm going to have to substitute, but I don't think anybody's going to be griping because we're going to do Iowa Deer Classic tickets or hockey tickets today. See, let's see. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Sorry, I take my shoe off. Five. One, two, three, four. <laughs> I got enough for uh, three pairs of Deer Classic tickets to give away today. And then I got to get some over to Smelter. I promised Smelter I would give him some some Classic tickets to hand out to customers. I got to do that. So anyway. Hey, speaking of giving, have you have you heard about the giving folks over at uh, Herman's Vine Jewelers? Have you? Have you? 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines. Giving people... They, they made people's Valentine's Day so special this year. Donnie and Frank did. I was over there, and that Frank was moiling and dealing on a pair of earrings and just making sure that somebody, and he goes, may I wrap that for you? And I thought that was so sweet. He took his time and put it in a box and then wrapped it up, put a big bow on it. And Man, I tell you what, you just don't find people that care for other customers like that anymore. But they do at Herman's. That's right, Herman's Fine Jewelers. They've been helping people for 39 years and that's why they're still in business because they care about their customers. They got jewelry for any budget. They can do on-site jewelry repair. They can do custom jewelry. You can call them 
222-2600. Go check them out. And uh, you got a birthday coming up. Mother's Day is not that far away. Father's Day, eh, guys, you know, we're not much on jewelry. But, hey, if you if there's something there, well, you can get that done. You need a turkey blind? Do you need new decoys this year? Do you? If you do, you got something laying around you don't use anymore jewelry-wise, take it over to Herman's, let them give you a bid on it, and you might have enough to get you a turkey blind and some decoys. Don't go in your pocket. Go in your jewelry. You know, you got treasure you don't you don't use anymore. Why keep it? Take it over to Herman's. Get you a new turkey blind and some decoys. They'll treat you right, I promise. Herman's Fine Jewelers. What a very special place to go. Tell Donnie and Frank I sent you. A15 and some change. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader. 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. So, Broadheads, got a lot of questions this week about Broadheads, fixed, mechanicals, what are you going to shoot turkey season, and uh, I'm going to do a couple different things. I'm going to use a Raptor trick, which is a slick trick mechanical. And, you know, listen, I, I've always said I prefer a, a fixed head. I, I've always shot a fixed head. The only caveat to that or exception is turkeys. I think a mechanical broadhead for turkeys is awesome for the simple fact when that broadhead opens, um, it slows it slows down through the bird and it gives a, a little more kinetic energy to it and it gives you a big cut. So mechanicals for a body shot, is, 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 is actually something that I've said is way to go, you know, but you know, big game, I'm using my fixed heads. Um, so, but for turkeys, I'm going to use those Raptor tricks, Larry's and Philip and all them guys have done really good with them. So they, I know they work. I don't have to go out and try to field test them myself. I know they do good. The other one I'm going to use is called a solid decap. Uh, and it's, it's for head shooting. And this thing is, this thing is amazing. Uh, it was, like I said, I was watching Larry last night and in, in the clutch on Facebook and, uh, man, I think just it's over. It's if the good thing about that, if you, if you miss the bird, you're it, the bird's fine. You know, where if you're taking a body shot and you, you, you mess up and you don't hit it where you want that, you know, that, that bird's wounded. If you're shooting for the head and you miss that turkey's fine. No, no problems. If you hit him, it's done. It's it's the quickest humane kill you'll ever see in your life. It's it's done. So I'm gonna do I want to do at least two or three turkeys uh, with that, and then I'll do two or three turkeys uh, with the raptor tricks. So that's what I'm using. So and if you want a fixed head suggestion, I love the standard, the hundred grain standard of the Maxim or the Grizz trick. Are all three are really good broadheads to use, and uh, those are made by Slick Tricks, and you can find those at any store near you. I know Mark's got them, Sportsman's has got them. You can just uh, go to your nearest store and see what's going on. But I haven't got the decaps yet. I got all my new. Uh, I got my rips, my Victory shafts, all fletched up with my Pine Ridge vines, and uh, I I've got my inserts. As soon as I get my decaps, one thing I will recommend you do. Shoot a longer shaft than normal for those. If you're going to do the head hunting broadheads, it's gonna they're going to tune better and they're going to be a little more forgiving. 
but I want, I got to wait till I get them so I can make sure I turn them to line up with my veins, my three veins. And, uh, that'll give you a better aero flight. If you do that more consistency, that's very important. Two, four, four, 1350 is the number to call. If you want to call in, we will get you on the line. So, uh, question about, uh, where to aim, uh, where do you aim again for, if you're archery shooting three shots I like for archery shooting, Jeff, uh, one is an inch above the beard. If it's a front shot, that's uh, that's the way to go there. If you are shooting a broadside shot, you want to go straight up the leg and go to the upper third of the bird and then go about an inch and a half towards the head. If you hit them in that upper third, that that's where their vital pocket is. And they're going to flop right there. They're not going to go anywhere. The third one on a body shot is if they're in full strut and they're, uh, they're walking away from you. Basically the only way to say it, God gave you a bullseye. It's their backside. And, uh, if you put that right there, it, they're done. They're going to go 10 yards if that. And then of course the head, if you're shotgun hunting, you want to aim, put that BB, uh, put that on you, you know, that shotgun just a little bit underneath the chin. Uh, on the neck area, just get out there and pattern your gun. You're going to know how your shot pattern is. And those are going to be your preferred. <laughs> those are going to be your preferred things. Uh, we got a call. Let's go say hi to, I believe Brad is on the line. We're going to go see what Brad is up to this morning. Brad, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dan. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you for asking what, what you got going on. Well, I saw you post on Facebook about putting cameras out for uh, some scouting of turkeys and wondering if this is a good time of year to start that or if it's a little too early. No, I, I'm going to try and get out in the next week or two. Uh, I think you can get out there and, uh, they're going to be breaking up. They're still bunched up pretty good right now, but, uh, you know, they're going to be roosting in the same around the same areas. So, uh, okay. I think if you get a, if you know where they're roosting at and, uh, if you can, if you can find acorns or if you got a field, that has got some, uh, some food, you know, soybean field or cornfield. Um, you know, try to find them closest to the roost tree in the corners and you, you'll see Brad, cause you'll see the tracks and the, and the Turkey, the Turkey poo, you know, that's where I, that's where I usually try to put my cameras up. All righty. Yeah. I'm a bit probably on some public ground, but uh, I've been seeing some large flocks in the area mm-hmm. and I didn't know what their patterns were and how much they changed from between now and the uh, well, season start. Yeah, you know, they're going to start mating. The days are getting longer, and that's what stimulates those hens. It's it's photo period. The, 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 when the daylight starts getting longer, that's what that's what triggers them to start being receptive to get bred. And the, the reason is for they want to make sure that once they drop an egg that they're not freezing. So, you know, so here in about a week or two, they're going to start breeding, and that's when you're going to start to see more separation. All righty. All righty. All right. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you calling in and listening. Thank you very much. Not a problem. All right, buddy. Have a good weekend. You too. Thank you. All right. And then I had a thing here from Todd. Started watching Respect the Game. Seen a bunch of episodes. Seems like good guys. I was skeptical. Now I approve of the move. (laughs) Good luck, Dan. Uh, Thank you, Todd. I really appreciate that. Um, No, listen. Uh, and if you don't know what Todd's talking about, I, we shut, uh, we shut the TV show down this year, outdoors traditions, TV 17 years. And I want to thank each and every one of you out there that watched the show every week and, uh, supported the show and, uh, we thank you, but it was time. I, it's just, it's too much for, um, to do it 
Jeff was really great helping me. I could never have done the show without Jeff Jorgen, Jorgensen. And, um, but to, to host it, produce it, and sell it, 17 years is enough. And the thing is, it's getting hard to be a sole producer anymore because all these companies, it's not like it was when I first started 25 years ago. A lot of these mom and pops are gone. Uh, you got one company owning 17, 18 companies. I'm, and it's getting that bad. I'm exaggerating a little bit. But, um, you know, you, the days of going and having a phone conversation and, and uh, getting a partnership, it's really hard to do that. Even, you know, I hit around 300,000 people a week uh, before the move over to with Larry and, and Ryan and, and, uh, and Paul. And even with hitting three, 400,000 people a week, I couldn't get people to call me back, which is just crazy. But, uh, I had an opportunity to, uh, join respect the game TV with Larry McCoy and Ryan and Paul Biggs. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think the world of them, I love them to death. They're just good guys and we get along really well. There's no egos. Um, we all just love to hunt and we love to uh, communicate about hunting and, and, uh, you know, try to help people be better hunters and just have fun. And I'll be honest with you, the last few years, I enjoyed what I was doing, but, um, it wasn't as much fun and, uh, cause it was so much pressure and I just don't have that. Even I, you know, this, I'll give you a prime example. This deer season was one of the worst deer seasons I've ever had, but I wasn't, I didn't feel any pressure. Because Ryan and, and uh, Paul and Larry and Philip, all those guys all tagged out. So I didn't have to worry about it. And it was actually fun hunting again, even though, you know, I wasn't real happy I didn't get to shoot, but I wasn't stressed out. And that's worth its weight in gold, folks. It really is. Plus, here's the good side. Um, I, 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 Larry, when, I, when I'm stumped about something, I call Larry and Philip all the time and I ask them advice. I, I ask people advice. You know, we never stop learning, right? You know, I'll, you'll never know everything. I'll, I'll never know everything. And I have all, and I've told you this the last 24 years on the radio. I'm never going to be the world's greatest hunter. I don't want to be, I just want to get out and bow hunt and have a good time. And I want to, you know, fill some tags that would, that's been my mission since I started 30 years ago, shooting a bow, you know, man, it's actually 30. I think 33 now. <sighs> hey, where'd the time go? <gasps> oh, that's a bow. I remember that. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's getting bad, folks. <laughs> but I'm excited about it. Plus, you guys uh, will be on the Sportsman's Channel. Uh, those guys have done a great job. Um, and they hit millions of people every year on TV. And I've never, I've never been on that big of a platform. So now here's the good thing. Millions of people across the country are going to get to know how big of an idiot I am. So there you go. See, it's a win-win-win. So I'm excited about the move, and I can't wait to uh, to get out there and spend time with them this spring turkey hunt. But looking forward to it. So if you want to watch Respect the Game TV, go to the Sportsman's Channel, and uh, we're in the Real Tree block. You can see new episodes every week, and uh, you can also go on the Hunt Channel and watch uh, old episodes there. And I want to thank. I actually I took some people with me. Sportsman's Warehouse is coming on board with me. Uh, the Milo Locker Meets. Daryl and Ange, uh, Angela are coming on board as sponsors, as partners. Uh, Cookies Barbecue Sauce is a partner. Wyckoff Heating and Cooling is coming over as a partner. And uh, um, uh, America's Best Apparel, Mike and Sue, are coming on. And we're going to be promoting Iowa with those great companies all across the country. Isn't that awesome? I, I'm, I, I'm, really, I'm really humbled by that. I really am. I'm excited. 
All right, 831 and some change. Let me take another quick break. We'll be right back. If you want to call in, you got something you want to talk about, I would love to talk with you at 244-1350, 244-1350. We'll be right back. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN, 244-1350, 244-1350, or the numbers to call. Cookies barbecue sauce. I told me, I told uh, Raven, I said, Raven, daddy's going to make ribs today, he go, which means I love cookies, daddy. Yeah, I'm telling you, seven and a half weeks, this dog is, he's smart, man. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, and his favorite flavor is sweet hickory. It really is. Uh, speaking of sweet, let's go talk to a sweet car dealer, Smoking Joe Smeltzer over at Carl Chevrolet. What are you doing there, Smoking Joe? I'm just waiting to. I'm excited to hear about your new dog. Oh, he. Oh, he, have you not? You haven't seen him on Facebook? I've got like a million I've, things on there. I've seen. I've seen a couple of pictures, but uh, yeah. I've heard you've been pretty excited about him this morning. No, not at all. No. No. It's Jenny's dog, man. Oh, it's Jenny's. Dog. That's Jenny's dog. Yeah. yeah. Don't 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 believe it. Don't no, believe it for uh, one second. Hey, I could take, you know, take or leave it, you know. Honestly, come on. It's Jenny's dog, man. <laughs> she's been one of she's been one a puppy and you know, she goes if Are you, you sure if, you haven't wanted a puppy? Well, I got Muzzy, man. But Muzzy isn't oh, a puppy anymore. Okay. Yeah, you know, Muzzy's a, yeah. you know, Muzzy's with the kids and stuff and I don't get to see him anymore and she goes, Here, here's really what happened. You really want to know the truth. She goes, please get me a puppy. I need a puppy. And if you get me a puppy, you don't have to buy me anything for Valentine's Day, my birthday, Christmas. I'm, you're good for the whole year. I said, and I started adding that up, and I'm going, okay, I'll get you a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> you're my boy, boo. <laughs> you're my <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I'm sure he's a lot of fun. What do you say? He's seven and a half, eight weeks old? Oh, he's just so, he's so sweet. He sits oh, there yeah. and he looks at yeah. me with them little eyes. I love you, Dad. I love you. You're so good. I've been taking him all over in the truck. You know, he loves the truck. He goes, I love your trail boss, Dad. It's such a good truck. I got him in you the... Lo- I got him in... Huh? No, I'm not bringing the dog to the studio. Jenny tried to get me to do that. And I said, I can't well, do the I mean, show. could be your therapy dog on... on- on the radio that's what i got andrew for yeah oh, okay. that's what i pay him i have for. a use yeah he is that's my th- andrew is my therapy dog <laughs> now i you finally got your job description yeah <laughs> yeah i'm happy it took this long yeah i you yeah. know i you know muzzy used to come in the studio with me I just but he was older you know when raven's older then i'll bring him in here and he can sit here and goes you're such a smart daddy i love you dad yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been. I put him in a little laundry basket with an afghan. I got a camouflage afghan, you know, and yeah. I put a tennis ball in there. And it's so cute. I'll start the truck up and I'll turn on some country music because you know there's only two types of music in this rural country and western. And and uh, he just sits there, and within two minutes he's asleep. You know, it's so it's so cute. That's funny. Yeah, you know, I'm not making this up, folks. The first night he was up all night. I actually, I've been, I've been sleeping in the same room as the dog. Cause I want him, he's a baby. I, you know, he's, I'm sure he misses his mom and his, his siblings and stuff. So I've been, you know, that way I can sit there and talk to him. And the first night I laid down on the floor with him, put my pillow up against the kennel. And so he, he was biting my hair. It was still cute. 
And uh, anyway, so the the next night, I I didn't want to do that because my back was killing me. So uh, I go. He started. He woke up, and I took him out every two hours. He's waking up to go potty, right? So I get him. I get him out there, and I come back, and he said, "Well, he doesn't want to go back to bed." You know. So I took. It's it's playtime. Yeah, it's playtime. I said, "No, it's bedtime, man. Your dad needs to sleep." So I, I get the iPad out and I put my country playlist on and within two minutes, he's asleep and he stayed asleep for like four hours. It was awesome. Uh, so now I play. Yeah. I, and, and Jenny goes, I didn't hear him cry after you brought him back in. I said, I started playing music and he stayed, he went, he went to bed. He stayed to bed. So the last two nights, man, I've been playing music. music. Yeah. He loves it, man. Yeah. That's my post. Now, what kind of country music, though? Is it a specific artist? I mean, do you have that narrowed down yet of what he well, likes? Well, I got George Strait. I got Clint oh, okay. Black. I've got uh, <laughs> Craig Morgan's in there. I've got, uh, um, well, here, you want the whole playlist? I'll give you the whole playlist. <laughs> no, I, I mean, here, I, I got the playlist right here. I Does he have, like, his own iTunes channel that he likes? Yeah, it his, says Raven's uh, channel. No, I got, channel. yeah, yeah Brad, pa- Brad Paisley, Bruce Hornsby, C.W. McCall. He loves Convoy. <laughs> Look, uh, Craig Morgan, uh, Don Edwards, uh, the Eagles, Seven Bridges Road, and Desperado. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he loves that. Amarillo by Morden, Morning, George Strait, House of Cash with George Strait, uh, Cowboy Rides Away, Johnny and June, and then I got like four John Denver songs. He loves John Denver. Uh, and then I got the Highwaymen, Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson, and uh, Ghost Riders in the Sky, <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Kathy Matea, Rascal Flats. Uh, he likes Mayberry and uh, Bless the Broken Road. Uh, so, he, so he's open. He loves everybody. Yeah, Toby Keith, Travis Tritt, Waylon Jennings, and Willie. He loves Waylon Jennings. Uh, Zach Brown Band and Craig Morgan. Uh, that new Craig Morgan song. And by by the time uh, Convoy is over, he's asleep. So there you go. Any you know anything for the puppy? There you go. Anything for the pup? Absolutely. So uh, as long as the, yeah. as long as the wife's happy. Oh, you know, hey, you know, anything for Jenny. You know. Oh yeah. So what are you doing today? You working? It's a it's a beach day. I feel like you know because it's so nice out now. You know what? It was so cold the other day. Of a beach day. Yeah, when you you go outside and it's seventeen degrees and you think it's warm, you know it's been too too cold. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, was, I think it's supposed to be 40 in the, today. And it's supposed to be 40 today? Yeah, the next two or three days, it's supposed to be like in the 30s or 40s. Yeah, so it should be nice. Great time it to go to Carl nice. Chevrolet. It's a great time to come here every are, day. Are you working today? Oh, yeah, I'm working today. I'm not off for a couple, two more Saturdays. I'm on the last, I'm off on the last Saturday of the month because we've got stuff going on with the family. So. Okay, are you off Monday? Yep, I'll be off Monday. Okay, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll bring you some Deer Classic tickets to give away. That works great. I'll be here. Okay, all right. I just want to let you know, anything going on today you want to tell the folks about since we talked about my dog the entire time? No, no, I just, I just, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm glad you and the wife got a dog. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, just everything's been kind of the same the last couple weeks with the incentives or some big rebates on the Silverados are the zero percent. Um, like your Equinoxes, those have zero percent. Your Malibus do Malibus do too. So there's some great offers all the way across the board. So all right, well there you go. All right, tell them where they can find you. Eleven oh one Southeast or Labor at the Rock, and I'll be here till six o'clock today. Now tell them. Now tell them like Raven would say it. I'll be here till six o'clock today. No, you're supposed to go. Arr, arr, arr. 
I appreciate that. You did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bubba. I'll talk to you later, Joe. Thanks, pal. All right, man. We'll see you. But there you go. Smoking Joe Smelter. Smoking Joe Smelter out the door. There you go. He's a, he's such a good guy. All right. Well, let me take a real quick break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, that sound can mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge, brought to you today by our good friends over at, uh, where was I at? Where's my notes? Where's my notes? Oh, no, I lost my notes. No, I didn't. There it is. No. It's uh, it's Iowa Pest and Termite. Thanks to Tim and all the gang. That's who the it is brought to you by at Iowa Pest and Termite. Give them a holler. If you got critters running around that you don't want, Give Tim and gang a holler, and they will take great care of you, I promise. At Iowa Pest and Termite. They do a good job for me. All right, Andrew's over there getting your uh, calls. <laughs> Joe Hagen. Dan, your dog told me he wants to listen to some Slipknot or Afro Man. Uh, Joe, I've heard of Slipknot. I have no idea who Afro Man is, but uh, I'm sure that uh, Raven doesn't either. But I'll, I'll ask him, but thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Afro man. I, I, Andrew probably knows who that is. I, you know, you got to remember, Joe, I'm like out of touch, man. I'm stuck in the 80s. So, yeah, I know. Jenny goes, so are you, you're not going to be talking about country and Western songs today, are you? I said, well, honey, I don't, you know, I just said it was good music. Thanks, you know, that's all I have to say, so. All right, let's go to the phones, and uh, I think David is up first. Let's go see what David is up to. David, good morning. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. You, uh, okay, hang on, David. I'm sorry. I got a, since, hang on. I got another, since I'm not working the classic, can you get me a couple tickets? Yes, Dave, I can get you tickets. My taxidermist, I got to take care of him. So, there you go. Yeah, all right. So, uh, would you like a couple, uh, would you like a couple tickets to the Iowa Deer Classic? I would love a couple tickets. Okay. All right. How would my dog say, uh, turkey, it's what's for dinner, David? Roof, roof. <laughs> I, I can get my dogs to speak, or I just took them for a run. So. No, you, hey, listen. There, you, that was, that was, you're being a great, oh, there you go. Hey, that's even better. All right. All right. Raven would be proud of you. You got a pair of tickets, man. We'll call you back after the, after the show. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you tuning in. All right, let's go. I've got another caller here. Let's see who, let's see. Todd is up next. Let's go say hi to Todd and see what he is doing. Hi, Todd. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good morning. Todd, would you like a uh, pair of uh, Iowa Deer Classic tickets? Love them. You love them? All right. Well, how would Raven yeah. say he wants to go to the Iowa Deer Classic? Robert. Yeah, come on, man. Get you gotta get a little. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's for the deer classic tickets. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna hear about this from my wife when I get home. I can't believe you had your listeners talk like a dog. <laughs> Todd, thank you, buddy. We got a pair for you. We'll call you after the show. I appreciate you tuning in, man. All right, thank you. Thank you. Hey, stop by the classic and say hi when you're there. Okay. Will do. All right, you too, David. Thank you, Todd. 
All right, 244-1350, 244-1350. We got time to take one more call, and I think we got that on the on the line there. Andrew is working his magic over there. So hey, while uh, while I'm doing that, I uh, well here we got time. We got it's only eight fifty two. I got time. So he's just getting a phone number. Once he gets that little phone number written down, he's gonna tell me who is on the line, and then uh, we can uh, get them on the line. And you know, it's 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 a lot of work here to do the show. Uh, Janet is is that really how you? Yeah. Okay. Let's go say hi to Janet and see how Janet's doing. Janet, good morning. How are you? Good. Is and your first name's Janet. Janice. Janice. Yes. Janice. Janice or Janet? Janice. J A N I C E. It's Janice Andrew, not Janet. <laughs> it's not Janice. It's not me. It's him. I. You know he he types it in there and I don't know what to do. You know it's truly him. Don't don't no, believe it, him. No, it's him. <laughs> Janice, would you like a pair of uh, Iowa Deer Classic tickets? I would love a pair from my 11-year-old son, Mason. Aww. That- <laughs> he has been trying for the last, last weekend, all weekend, and now. <laughs> Is that Mason that's tagging me on Facebook asking me if I had tickets? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's persistent, little bugger. That's he what- is. All right. Well, is he there? Yes, he's right here. Okay, Mason, I'll give Mason, I'll give you a pair of tickets, Mason, but you got to talk like my puppy. Can you talk like a puppy? Mason, there you go. That works for me. All right. Yes, this show has finally gone to the dogs. Yes, we have. Hey, Janice, uh, we'll call you back after the show. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you. All right, kiddo. Thank you. Tell Mason hi. I will. Bye. Uh, bye Bye-bye. There he goes. There goes goes Mason and Janice. All right. Hey, we got some breaking news. I got to get to you, uh, Andrew. We can get coordinated there, Andrew. We got breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, <sighs> and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ooh, Scoopy! Absolutely, Scoopy! All right, Iowa Deer Classic is March sixth through the eighth. We have a big event out at Waukee at uh, the church out there. That is going to be on the 22nd of February. I'll be out there if you're going to check that out. We'd love to see you. And uh, don't forget about the big outdoor day out at the iCubs. It's going to be July 11th. If you want to get your tickets now, we're going to have a whole bunch of conservation groups out there. And you're going to have a chance to win a brand new elite bow. Larry Mack and Ryan's going to be there from Respect the Game TV. We're going to be giving away a $1,000 Elite Bow. We're going to be giving away a 75-quart Grizzly Cooler with Arctic Ice all inside of it. That's like probably about six, $700. Bucks. And then we got a $500 gift card to give away. Those are going to be the grand prizes. There will be a bunch of little stuff that we're giving away through the game. So uh, join us out at the ballpark July 11th. And if you would do that, that would be so kind. Uh, before we get out of here, I need to tell you about a good friend of mine, Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi. Dr. Brandt, Dr. Williams, and Dr. Stewart. I dropped some Deer Classic tickets off to them because they love the outdoors out there. They want to make sure that everybody's teeth are in good shape so they can enjoy their hunting and fishing and camping and all their other fun trips out there. And they do a great job over there at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny. If you are in the need of a new dentist or just someone new to your family, if you're new to the area, I cannot Strongly recommend Advanced Family Dentistry enough. They do a great job on cleanings, cavities, root canals. 
They've got a machine to make your crowns right there while you wait. You don't have to come back another time. They'll do it one stop for you, and they'll do it right. They can do Invisalign, give you the smile you've always wanted. Everything that you would ever want in a dentistry, they have for you at Advanced Family Dentistry. They're 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny. They've been voted best dentistry shop in Ankeny. I don't know how many years running now. There's a reason for that. Because as soon as you walk through the door, they make sure they greet you with a smile and they make sure that you're comfortable all the way through your visit. Advanced Family Dentistry, they, you know what they say? You know, Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi, I call him Obi-Wan because he's a Jedi dentist. He calms me down with a force. And you know what they say when you leave? They say, may the floss be with you. The floss will be with you. No, Obi-Wan, it's Always. the floss. Not force, the floss will be with you. Give them a holler, 964-1490-964-1490-anytime-at-ankenysmiles.com. That is going to wrap it up for me. Andrew and I are out of here. I want to thank you for putting up with us. And Raven thanks you, and everybody here at the show thanks you. We will be back here again next Saturday, God willing. Until then, please keep it here on 1350 ESPN. If you need to get a hold of me, go to outdoorsdan.com. My email's right there, or hit me up on Facebook. Until then, bye! Bye!